Achievement is how do you treat your friends? How do you show up for them, right? How do you show up for your family? Who are you as a person? Are you happy, right? Because life is short. Welcome to Real with Teal. This world is evolving, my friends. We are elevating as a collective, and it is my mission to expand your mindset and see the realness. You will be hearing from the top thought leaders, change makers, and entrepreneurs across all industries on how energy, intuition, manifestation, and consciousness have all played a massive role in their success and fulfillment. I'm your host, Teal Cooper. Let's get real. Welcome back guys to another episode. Today, we're gonna be hearing a conversation with one of my good friends, Brandon Blum. Brandon is a real estate entrepreneur who started achieving great success at the early age of 22. He's built a successful business in San Diego, starting out his real estate career by reinventing office campus living at San Diego State, which funny enough, I was a tenant at one of his properties, but didn't even know he existed at the time. He built a real estate management company that managed close to a thousand units in San Diego before exiting in 2019. And his best accomplishment yet is being responsible for donating hundreds of thousands of dollars to charitable causes. In this chat, we got deep about how he works, you know, it's a practice on overcoming the ego and how that's evolved to really become in alignment with what his true values and dream life looks like. So I'm super excited for you guys to hear this conversation with Brandon and bear with us because we experienced some technical difficulties with my mic. So the quality is not ideal, but since then I have bought all new equipment, so that should never happen again, but bear with us. Thanks for understanding in advance. And with that, let's dive into the episode. What would you say, looking back throughout everything you've accomplished and experienced in real estate, have been like your biggest challenges that you faced? The biggest challenges I faced was definitely in 2008. There was a big global crash and a lot of the real estate that I acquired, I actually bought a bunch of apartments in Texas at that time. And a lot of the apartments I bought, we had too much debt. Um, We had tenants that weren't paying rent. We had low quality, um, you know, properties and stuff. And so at that so i learned a lot about real estate because at that time at that time i I can remember my mindset like really clearly i just thought everything i was going to touch was going to turn to gold i didn't have to really even like analyze it i'm like look this is good because i know this will be like i just thought everything i was going to do was going to work and and so when that happened it i got hit you know really hard on a lot of these apartment a lot of these apartments in texas and I was, I was forced to establish, you know, like new principles on how to buy, actually buy real estate. I started really actually studying like I should have at the beginning as opposed to just kind of just going out like cowboy and just kind of making it up. I was like, wow, I need to really figure out like how do the big boys like do this and how do they, you know, build these really high quality, like sustainable, like real estate portfolios um, that can withstand yeah. the vicissitudes of like economic crises and, um, that was what I did. So that was that, that learning experience in 2008 was one of the best things. You know, it's so painful when something like that is happening to you and you're and you can see that your judgment and you, you're like, wow, you know, it really can humble you. And you see that, man, I can really make mistakes. But then looking back, like if I didn't learn those things, who knows what I would have done next? Like yeah. I, I was able to like 
learn more, which, you know, was able to further on and, and keep moving. For sure. Do you feel like that changed your mindset, like in how you view things? Did it make you less want to take risks or were you still like, I'm going to go for it? <laughs> so it did take, it did, you know, it, it takes time. There was definitely a time, like a pain period was like, okay, where, like, what do I want to do here? Like, do I keep going? Like, this is, this is really painful. Like, you know, do I want to continue? Like, like I really had to come back and think about risk assessment. Um, and, you know, these, these, like today, I think about risk assessment much more than I did, obviously, at that time. Mm -hmm. So the answer is yes, but like, the, the alternative is not taking risk, right? And that's a massive risk in itself, because then you're living a life that's less, and that's less exciting or less fulfilled. And so the downside of not taking risk is doesn't, you know, doesn't compare to the upside of taking the risk. So you sort of have to just calibrate how much risk and make sure it's aligned with the kind of life and the business you want to create. I agree. I think my biggest fear is like regret of not doing, like got taking one, those risks, got you know, life. got one life. Speaking of aligning, we talked about alignment and like how we align with the lifestyle we want. And I really loved what you like your outlook on it. Tell me how you came to that realization, like what your thoughts are. Um, well, I think when we were talking, we were, I think we, we got into a deep conversation about ego and alignment and all these things. And so um, I definitely check my ego all the time. Because What all, caused you to do that? Did something happen where you're like, fuck, I need to check my ego? So um, I, I went into a business venture, actually specifically the cannabis real estate venture, where um, I really wanted to create this really cool creative a piece of real estate and change the way the city regulated cannabis. We created this cool cannabis campus that's still there today. Um, and it's really awesome. But like throughout the process, when it became very, very difficult and very contentious politically, mm -hmm. you know, I, I sort of realized that I wasn't as, pa I was passionate about the idea of just being creative, but not, I wasn't exact, I wasn't passionate really about marijuana. I was really more passionate about just creating it. Right. Mm -hmm. So like when things got really challenging, it just wasn't fun anymore. And so I realized, and then, so my ego, my ego was telling me, Hey, I want to build these across the country and all these different things. And then like, as time went by, when I realized like how difficult, like it was to manage these operations that I didn't really love it enough to, to actually go that big with it. So we ended up stopping what we were doing. We, we executed a really beautiful place. And then uh, we stopped the business at one point. Um, and uh, I've been much happier since then because it was just, it created a lot. It created a tremendous amount of stress. And that experience, you know, led me to believe like, okay, you know, how much, what is my stress tolerance? Like, and, what, and, it, and is it worth it? You know, and so what is, and like, you know, how do I re, how do I create a life how do I sit down and really map out like how my business is going to give me the life that I want? So it was really that actual, uh, without That's going nice. into all the details of it. Um, that kind of like sets you at the low like, place where you were like, I don't want to feel this way. Like I felt yeah, like every day, <clears throat> overwhelmed and so stressed. Was overwhelmed. Every day was a fight. You know, every day was contentious. And so like that experience was like, okay, well, what's the upside of this like is it the money that I'm doing this for no I just wanted to be creative and I wanted to have fun and like create something really awesome and like help this industry come to life and 
I really wanted to be a part of something super cool. And then, you know, what? and then, but during that process, I learned that like, I don't really want to be through day in and day out fighting and contention with people like, mm-hmm. you know, with depending on, what, you know, some, some, some business ventures, there's a lot more for sure contention than others. And like when you were starting out, I'm sure you were like, I want to be the best. I want to be the best in whatever it is I'm doing. Yeah. And then you have all these friends that you're comparing yourself to where it's like, you get caught up in it. Right. Like that happens to me. It happens to everyone. I think. Yeah. Well, like I have friends, for example, with thousands of employees. Like, I don't want that. Mm-hmm. I don't want thousands of employees. Like, it's just not, that's not something that, that I want. Like, I want to make sure I have flex, some flexibility and freedom while I'm also, you know, doing the best that I can. Yeah. And like have that freedom to have the lifestyle you want to have. Cause it's like, I think now you have it all kind of set up in your mind of what you envision for your dream life. Right. Like, what does that look like for you? Well, I, I, I think I have a better idea and it continues to evolve. And every year I, I, I think I grow as a person. So like the things that I value sometimes change a little bit. So it'll, it'll just keep going. But I think what I, what I, the conclusion I really came to is that number one, I still love, I love business. It's like, I, it's my greatest passion. I love creating. I love doing business. I like talking to my friends about stuff. I like coming up with ideas. I like reading. I love, I, I love the whole thing. It's what I love to do. Um, but I also love free time to spend with friends and family and I like to travel. And so it's important for me to have a business that I can, I can do all of that. Um, and it's tough. It's tough to balance that. It's really not easy to do, but sometimes you, you have to check, for example, you got to check your ego because you might see somebody that might be taking on a tremendous amount more capital, for example, that he's managing in the real estate business. So he can, you know, buy more, more assets than me and things like that. And, and like, so sometimes it's, it's tough where I look at that. I'm going, cause you're comparing. Yeah. Because I look at them like I, he's not smarter than me. At least I don't think he's not. And so I could be doing that, but then, okay, well, I also want to make sure that when my dad calls me on a, on a, on a Wednesday and he wants to spend the day with me, like I can go do that too. And I want to have time for my brothers and sisters. I want to make sure I'm a really good brother for them. I want to make sure for I have sure. time to do philanthropic things. And I want to also have fun. It's all about balance. Yeah. I want, I want to have a good life all around. Do you so, think you always felt this way or when you were younger, were you like less about the balance, more about the, you know, achievements? I was totally out of balance when I was younger, completely. I mean, for years, I was only about the achievement aspect, but I think, but now I can see that achievement is wrapped up into multiple different things. I mean, achievement is not just what your business looks like. Achievement is how do you treat your friends? How do you show up for them, right? How do you show up for your family? Who are you as a person? Are you happy, right? Because life is short and there's so many people that I know personally that like are wildly successful and they're very unhappy. And like, that's another thing too, like that I, that I observed when I was really young is I would always observe them like, you know, this guy has done so well. And I see these other people looking at him going, wow, how's this guy done so well? But yet he's not happy. And I can see that. And he like, he's miserable. Or he's Why angry. do you think that is? Lack of alignment. Ego. There you go. I think ali- I think not being aligned yeah. with, with really what you want to do and, and being, I think ego is, is one of the big ones. So, so, so putting together alignment and ego. So a guy like that, uh, or, or a woman like that, that is angry or upset and is in this, this, this amazing position in the eyes of society because they have this crazy business or they're the cover of all these magazines or they're all that are on Forbes or all these things that 
society looks at and goes, wow, like what an achievement. Like this is such an amazing achievement. You've done so well, but yet they're not happy. Well, why is that? It's because they're not aligned with who they really want to be. And they might be doing it because they want to be something for the public guy because they mm-hmm. think it's the way that makes them feel. Or maybe they're trying to prove something to an ex-business partner. I've seen that. Or to an ex-girlfriend. I've seen that. Like, hey, yeah. I'm going to show you. You shouldn't have cheated on me. Like, <laughs> you should have cheated on me. You should have been with somebody else. Like, I'm going to show you and build this big company. And like, those just aren't good quality reasons to build a big company. Like, the real reason to build a business, like when you really look inside what it is, is you're, you're, you're trying to create something that provides value to society. And the society rewards you with money. And the more value you provide to society, the more money that come, that that flows your way. And so, if, so the real reason to do something is to really care about something and to make something happen. And the money part is you just want to have enough to have freedom because freedom is, to, at least to me and to a lot of people, really important. 100%. I think, yeah, it's like passion, but I think a lot of fulfillment comes from, like you said, that's like serving society. How can you use your gifts and what fires you up and like your purposes to serve? people. Um, I think like, would you consider what you're saying, like being in alignment spiritual, or would you consider this just like a way of life? Um, I don't, okay. So no, I would say it's less of the spiritual side and it's, it's more about understanding yourself. And you know, the truth of the matter is sometimes you have to go through shit to really understand yourself. Like I've had a lot of tough times. Like I've put myself into a lot of positions where I wasn't happy. So I felt what unhappiness felt like, Yeah. like, multiple times and once I got there like in each incidence I created new you know I get kind of get this part from Ray Dalio I created new principles so I give him all the credit for the term but I created new principles for like not only how to how to do business in a better or more effective way but also like how do I can I be happier as a person Um, so what like if you could tell someone who's in a a place where they're maybe like super career oriented but they feel out of alignment what advice would you give them to get into alignment? Okay. So like, I would, I would start by using some, like some examples. So like, like one perfect example would be um, how much, like, you know, how much do you like figure out what your true, what your values are, right. And really understand what you really care about and don't, and, and try to do everything you can't sit alone and try to figure not think at all about what other people think or society thinks and say, listen, if there was no one else in the world, I was just here and it was all a simulation, which it probably is, <laughs> you know, and I didn't care at all what anyone thought. And I had no ego. And you just put yourself in that place. And you're like, really think about that. Be like, be on, totally honest with yourself. And you say that don't care what anyone thinks. Like, doesn't matter how I look, what would you get up and do in the morning? And would it really be what you're doing today? And is, is like so if it's not well, why are you doing it is it fear mm-hmm. so you have this nine to five you don't want to leave why but you but if it's but you're not happy well what's keeping you there is it fear mm-hmm. okay well then let's then address that and at least once you know that so when you know the issues right like oh it's fear. i'm not aligned because i'm scared oh my god yay i figured it out <laughs> yeah. right so now you understand that fear is stopping you from moving forward in a way that that you want to move forward and then you can start figuring out what, what you're so scared of. And then you're saying, okay, well, what am I so scared of? Is it because I don't think I'm good enough? Like, where is this coming from? And, and, then, and then you want to attack that. I think that's really solid advice. Yeah. And I think a lot of people get swept up in the fear 
whether that be like with limiting beliefs that pop up, like maybe they think that it's not possible for them to like leave their job and start their own company because they don't have the capital and the resources. But I think once people like jump out into the unknown, things can start falling into place if your beliefs are in alignment. And that, but then that takes optimism, right? So, yeah. that, so that, that takes optimism of believing in yourself. So that would be a perfect example. Like, okay, you don't believe in yourself. Why? Let's address that. Let's address why you don't believe in yourself so that you can get aligned with what you really want to do. I think a lot of people are scared to be honest with themselves too. Like that's hard. That's a really tough one. That was a really tough one for me, honestly, because there was certain, like the young, like the older I've gotten, the more, unfortunately, the more humble I've gotten because. Why unfortunately? Well, (laughs) I guess in some way, well, because when I was, I remember when I was 21, I thought I was like going to be a trillionaire. (laughs) And like, I thought that I just- Well, you could be there. How old are you now? Well, I just thought like I would walk down the street and then like gold fall out of the sky and then the ocean would part when I like walked out to the beach. There'd be like the ocean and like, you know, whales would come in and say hi to me. Like, I was like, that's me. Like I'm Brandon. Like that's what's happening. And oh then my as, God. And then like, yeah, like I was just like, I had a huge, like kind of like almost false sense, definitely a false sense of self. And then I started to hit some walls and realized, oh, well, that's why in a company that certain people have different skill sets, for example, I'm like, oh, it's okay that you're not good at that, but you need to find people that are good at that. Cause I've always been very good at vision and strategy. And I've always been weak, for example, on operations, getting really high quality operational, operational people. Like for example, when you're fixing your microphone, you know, like I was like, was giving me anxiety just looking at that. I was me like, too, I'm the same Because way. I wanted to be helpful to you. I was like, damn it, I really need to help Teal right now because your <laughs> microphone's off. And I was like- You were like, run for the hill. I was like, oh. I'm the same not, way, I can't. No. Um, I forget what we were even just talking about. <laughs> Parting the sea. Parting the sea. What were you going to say? Well, I was going to say that you were also, I think we touched on the ego, the ego part of it too, but I think the ego's like- I'm realizing this year, actually, um, more and more, that's such a big part. And not only for me, but with so many other people that I know, um, because after I've like, after I've like created some success and I see that others in my network have as well, I realize that so many of them, it's like the things that they come out of their mouth are just so crazy. It's like, oh my God. Like what's an example? Well, it's just like, oh my God, like, you know, so-and-so is doing this or they've done the well. I'm like, do you have any idea well you've done? Like, are you like, you ever sat down and be like, you know what, you've done pretty well. Like, so I guess that when I like in seeing that, like on such, in such a vast way with like so many people that I know, like, like that led me to kind of realize how important it is to enjoy the journey mm-hmm. because the destination is what the destination is we're all dead one day. And the destination could be like, even if you sell a company, well, if you're a true entrepreneur, you want to keep going. So it, there is no real destination because you're always want to like, you're always gonna be doing something. So it's like, it's enjoying every, the day and like being proud of like what you've accomplished thus far is like so incredibly important. It's so true. And I think people get addicted to it. They're like, well, I have to get to the next thing. I have to get to the next thing. And it's like, is that really fulfilling you at the end of the day? You got to be happy in the present. You have to be happy throughout the process. There's always a next. <laughs> what would you say for you is the most fulfilling life? Like, what does that look like for you? Okay. So, so I have this really, it took me till this year, really, to really iron that out. Um, and then make sure that the actions I took, so we talk about alignment. Well, to get alignment, your actions, it's so important that your actions are aligned yeah. with what your objectives are. Cause you see so many people say they want something and their actions are completely 
completely contradictive. Yeah. And so if you're doing that, you're never going to hit. So, so understanding what those is and then having the actions. For me, it's, I want to always be in business. I want to have a business. I want to create enough cash flow to have, um, to be able to have, you know, no limits on wherever I want to travel to, or if I, you know, once I have a family and support my family, I never want money to be an issue. Um, so I think financially it's, it's not unbelievable. I don't really need castles and private jets or something. I want to just, for me, it's about relationships. I think actually, I think the biggest benefit in my eyes of having more success is the relationships, like the tables that I get to sit at with certain people. That's actually what's the most exciting to me. It's not the money or the castles. It's the, it's like, oh, wow. Now I get to talk to this guy and he, where I'm on his level and we're talking about this idea or this idea. He actually like, you know, values my opinion. It's interesting. And that's super cool. And yeah. That's what's, that's, what's motivating to me about trying to achieve more financial success because freedom, freedom I've achieved thus far, very fortunate of that. And, um, why do you think that is with the people aspect? Well, I'm just a really curious person and, um, you know, my greatest love is the relationships that I've created, whether it be my family, friends, or business partners. And, and I, I, one of my greatest passions is to learn great things. And I think one of the coolest things is to learn from others, right? There's so many smart people in different ways. And I think that's really cool. You could be the smartest person, but then you see someone who's completely sees the world in like a totally different lens and has a totally different experience and came from a totally different background and had completely different failures and completely different successes. And then you can listen to that and you can adapt some, some of the things that, that they can talk to you about. And you guys can share ideas that can help each other become successful or work together on Definitely. something or work together on something. I just think that's, I find that really, really, really cool. No, I do too. I think it's super expansive. Do you believe in the whole like um, birds of a feather flock together? Like you have to be around other successful people to be successful, or do you believe that the people around you don't really make a difference? I think that for me, I think one of the one of the most cliche things you hear. What is what? Okay, the cliche thing you hear is the the five people that you're around, or four or five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's expression. Around is your net worth or whatever. I actually think it's the one. So that is that probably true. I think that the people you surround yourself with are everything. It's, I, I, I'm, I'm personally very influenced by the people I'm around. And, and uh, I think that peop, the people you're around, it's, it's really important. And I think for, for someone who's starting a business, wants to find a way to get around people that have already achieved what they're trying to achieve in some way. Um, and, and then try to, try to like going on any of these journeys alone, just doesn't make any sense. If you can be resourceful and be on other people and share ideas and not every failure should be your own failure. Like you can, someone else can have that failure and you can have one. You guys can be very honest about it and say, listen, like this doesn't work. You should avoid this. Um, I agree with that too. That's really helpful. And like, that's when going back to the ego, it's like, you got to take the, if you can take the ego aside on something like that, you can really be be authentic and honest with someone about where your weaknesses are, what you don't know. And then you can share ideas and, you know, one plus one can equal three. Totally. Okay. This is a random question, but do you have a morning routine that you do? Um, not really. I mean, I, I, I try to, I, um, I did this morning, I went for a run and then I did a cold plunge. Okay. And that is awesome. And this morning it was really cold. It finally, like in the ocean. Yes. It finally got really cold. And then I jumped in the sauna. Um, so that was my routine this morning, but I don't, 
I don't know. Do you meditate or like? I meditate as well. Yeah. On occasion, but not every day. Um, I, I meditate um, um, at least three times a week. Okay. But I, I was doing it every day. That's honestly, it's, I, that's, I don't have no excuse for that. I should be doing it. I do the day. same thing. Like I go in waves of being into it and then I, I lack. Yeah. Like... I did a meditation re- retreat. I don't know if I told you that I did. A no, se- where? I did, I did a seven day retreat in North Carolina. That's such a I, random place to have a I meditation I did a seven retreat. day silent retreat. Uh, where we meditated for 10 hours a day, <laughs> no, 10 hours a day for a week without, without, and not one word for a week. What? Yeah. When did you do this? This was, uh, five years ago. It was the hardest thing I've ever done. Do you not speak life. at all the whole Zero. time? You get up at 5am and even when you eat, it's done in a meditative way where you're passing the food and like, you have to focus. And then like, when you're met, like, you don't just do sitting meditation. You also do like walking meditation and, and but you don't just walk. You're following other people's footsteps. Like I went with like the hardest core monks. It was like me and like 20 monks. So you didn't have like, you didn't go with anyone you knew. I did. I actually, I, w- I was getting, I went to a, a, a psychologist or a psychiatrist. I don't know what it was, but, and he taught, he brought meditation to my attention. This was like six or seven, probably seven years ago now. And then we became friends. And then he was like, Hey, come with me to this retreat to come do this. And he was like on the plane on the way. I'm like, and I'm kind of a yes person. I'm like, okay, that sounds like I'll do it. He's like, really? I'm like, yeah, let's go. And then like on the plane, like they were kind of laughing, like, you know, like you're like, they're kind of like laughing at me. Like they were like <laughs> hardcore monk, like guys, like, this, you know, whatever. And you had like, no idea what you're getting. I had no like. idea by day three. Like I had a, I had almost basically had a panic attack. I went back to my cabin. I was, I was like, going to try to leave all my friends were in Las Vegas, like party, like rock stars. Like I'm like, I don't need this. Like, this is, my life's good. Like this is pointless. By day seven, um, I experienced, it was the most, the crazy experience of my life. Like when I touched a leaf, like I could see like every, like, like detail of the leaf. When, wow. I, when I ate a burger, I remember in the airport, like I could feel every juice, like going down my like throat. Like it, I'd never been that present. So oh it my changed God. my life because even though I've never been able to get quite back to that level of presence, because you can't just meditate all that much. I mean, mm-hmm. you can, but um it's unrealistic yeah it's unrealistic wow but I, I've seen what like where I where my brain could get without, without all the distractions and uh so it was super cool that's so, really so cool since then I've been doing I've been doing the practice and I don't sit still so for me this is yeah. really bizarre like I'm like the most hyperactive I know you are too feel <laughs> yeah. yeah you and I are very like hyper- this sounds like the hardest experiment. yeah we're like hyperactive and it's, so yeah it was like it was a really really tough experiment but the fact that you made it through seven days of not speaking and meditating all day like you can look back and tell yourself you did that like that's super amazing well, I, yeah well I, I the reason why I did it in, in, in the first place was because it didn't make sense in my head like I was like, okay, my life is good right now. I've got all these friends and I'm like going on all these crazy vacations. And like at that time I was like 25, I'm going to Vegas every weekend. And like, there was all this craziness, but I was like, I was like, this is fun, but like, and I'm having a great time, but do I like, what if like all that was gone? Like, do I need all this to be happy? Like, this is crazy. Like I need so much like chaos to like be entertained at this point like every, mm-hmm. every weekend has got to be something crazy and a big party and like and I was like that doesn't seem like a sustainable way to live that's why yeah. I went I'm like I want to make sure that like I know that I can like peace and like going to Vegas or going on a trip or whatever is like an added bonus and like it's fun but it's not like something that you feel like you need to do to like be happy that's so interesting because 
meditating makes you present, but like to that extent, we're so distracted in our everyday life. So, well, yeah, it's very difficult to get to that place, but I think knowing that you can get to that place is important, but yeah, yeah. social media is, is definitely tough. Mm-hmm. It's hard. You know, you're getting pinged on every direction, emails <laughs> and all those different things. I'm not so sure this is how human beings are supposed to live. <laughs> I'm really not. This whole Instagram, it's crazy. It's probably more. I think we talked about this earlier with our parents, actually, like how things were were easier back then oh for sure especially with dating with dating because now it's like okay an app and you have like 20 people on it yeah app, it's like, too much it's overwhelming you're just like how are you supposed to value like a date my sister brought said something to me the other day i thought that was interesting um uh, my sister danielle i don't know if you yeah you i met her you met oh, at you the gala danielle. i was actually discussing one of these topics with her and i asked i was talking to her about ego and i said yeah i was like it's so weird like you know my friends will talk about like you know, one of my, one of my really good friends would be getting like really more sick, like really getting really successful really fast. And like something will come into my body at that moment. And like, it will feel like, there'll be like this, like, feel like, oh my God, like he's getting like, he's getting successful, like more successful faster than me. And I, and I started talking, I'm like, why, I was like, why is that even in my DNA? Like, why do I even care at all? Like, it doesn't even, like I, when I actually think about it objectively, I don't care at all. I'm happy for him. Mm-hmm. I really don't care. So why do I feel that way? And what she said, she said, like, she's like, I think back thousands of years ago when human beings were all in tribes, like if you left, if like you got kicked out of your tribe, you would die. So it's like the fear of, of being out of your tribe. I was like, that's probably true. Interesting. Yeah. Like, so like, it's like, we're, so we're you're getting left behind, left behind the people that were left behind died. And so like, I'm, I have a tribe, like my close friends are my tribe. And one of the persons in the tribe, they're going, they're going too good. I'm like, wait, no, don't I leave me. I think you're also just don't competitive. You're a competitive guy. And you also want to like deep down, that's probably something that you're overcoming with life. Like, yeah, maybe. I mean, that's a great quality to have. But it gives me fear. And like, I'm being like really, deep rooted yeah, fear. Being honest. Yeah. It, it gives me honest fear. Like I'll hear it and it'll be like, for a moment, I'll be like, oh my God. Yeah. Like anxiety. Like, so-and-so is doing so good. Like. <laughs> wait a minute is he gonna be like maybe like it's like it's almost like i'm gonna lose him because he's gonna be in like out of my reach as or something like and it's not real necessarily or it could no, be yeah even or, if, or it could be true but the point is i think that's what she said i was like maybe that's what it is i think so many people go through that they're just not even aware that their body's reacting that way yeah. like you become really aware to even notice that that's a feeling that comes up yeah that's triggered by that which is so important well, what you said about the feelings, I think that's a really important note because I think checking your feelings is a really big thing because feelings aren't real. They're just feelings. They're not, it's not necessarily the truth. Just because you feel some way doesn't mean it's the truth. So a lot of people have, I, I think, have that problem, right? You start to feel something. Oh, so-and-so is making more money. Now I need to take action to do this. Well, when you're thinking about alignment, for example, like you know, like you already know what it is you want to do. And so when the feelings come up, you can always check yourself by, by knowing exactly the life that you want to have and you want to do. And you already know what you're trying to create and what makes you happy and who you are as a person. So when those feelings come up, you know that they're feelings because feelings are just feelings. Just because you feel that way doesn't mean it's true. Wait, I think feelings are so true. I feel like feelings are the compass of like how that tell you what your beliefs are and like what like let's say something triggers me and I get a feeling of being um jealous right that's a feeling but I when I think about that feeling I think like why do I feel that way and it's because deep rooted in my subconscious there's like this limiting belief of some way or something that I need to work on so they're kind of just like uncovering things within you but they're like temporary but you may or may not have reason to be jealous no exactly they're not like the actual jealousy is real the feeling is real yeah 
because you feel it, mm-hmm. right? So that's real. But like what you're having the feeling or emotion about, like for example, I'm having what I the, the example that I said where I have a feeling that my friend is going to be gone. He's not gonna <laughs> my friend anymore because he's too successful. Okay, yeah, it's that's just a feeling. Doesn't mean it's true. Yeah, it's just on the it's just uncovering what my fear is. Oh my god, my totally. Friend, I want to make sure I don't lose. Look, what what's really happening there? I don't want to lose my friends. And you feeling that way it shows you like you have this like deeper, you know like that fear comes from somewhere and it's like just being aware of that is so important. Yeah. I think everybody, I think so. I don't know. Maybe Elon Musk doesn't have any fear. I don't know. <laughs> he doesn't look very fearful. <laughs> you <laughs> always talk about Elon Musk. But I don't think, because I don't think he's a human. Like, I mean, he's just like, I don't think like from all I've read in history and all I know of all the top people, I mean, no one has ever accomplished and even close to like what he's accomplishing right, right now. Like, yeah. It's ever. pretty incredible. Like there's, and we're, we're living in this time and like, it's just, it's, 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 it's very impressive. I'm trying to think what I want my final question to be. It's <laughs> <laughs> scaring me. Uh, can I ask about relationship or no? You can ask me whatever you want. Okay. Do you, why do you feel like dating has, or finding a relationship, like a life partner has been the hardest thing in life? I think what, what, what I was alluding to when, when you and I were conversing about it outside this podcast was that the concept to me just conceptually of spending the rest of your life with someone I think is a really big decision and I think some people a lot of people that I've observed just jump into these kind of things I've seen it like and so for me it's not as that part of it I would say hasn't been as hasn't really been something that the idea of that's easy like could I spend the rest of my existence with this person like potentially like day in and day out and then like have kids with them potentially and then like can can like they survive like can we like when push comes to shove and things get challenging like can we keep this going because for me part of the part of why I said that is because like like for me when I like when I see myself if I do get married or be with someone forever I I, divorce is just not gonna be an option for me like I don't want like I want to do what my parents did my parents like they fought the battles I watched them like they were not perfect but their values were aligned and that's what kept them together. So like they had differences, but like their, their core values was to keep the family together and, and have a, like my brothers and sisters and all of us to have a great set of parents that were together and us all that household together. And that was so much more important to them than, than the fighting. And I think, I think that's like observing that since I was a kid, I don't know if everyone's had the opportunity to observe the type of family, to be totally honest, that I come from. I come from just such an incredible family. I've got the most amazing dad and mom and brothers and sisters. And like, and when I say that, I'm just like, oh, they're amazing. Like other people say, I think what, what, I, what I'm saying is like the amount we love each other is just like incredible. And like, we're just, we're like, just we're glue. Like there's no like weird thing that would take us apart. Like it's mm-hmm. just not possible. Like I always hear like, oh, we got, we had like parents, something got divorced, we're brother and sister. We don't talk anymore because of the money. Like that would never happen. Like there's no way, like I wouldn't talk to my brothers and sisters and get in a fight about money. Money. like there's no way that would happen yeah we might like dispute about it but like it wouldn't like it wouldn't tear our relationship apart like I would not like I just wouldn't allow that to happen so I think taking those things really seriously I think is a big deal and the other thing for me is to, to like now you're asking you're asking because you're asking me a personal question uh, which I'm totally fine with as long as this gets blasted out to everyone in the world <laughs> um, <laughs> um, <laughs> as long as we really make sure that this teal podcast goes worldwide your um, future wife could be listening yeah because maybe she's gonna yeah she could be you listening, never know and then she's gonna say hey wait what about me like I want, 
this might be the guy. Exactly. Um, yeah, this turn this into a dating show. That would, that would, we should totally do that. That would be fun. Yeah. Um, now I lost my train of thought. Um, oh, well, for me, it hasn't really, like, to be totally honest, it really hasn't been a focus to, like, I've had girlfriends and I've had relationships, but I always said that in my late 30s and early 40s, or, or, or early 40s, and I'm 37 now, so I'm sort of heading there, but um, I'm sort of heading that direction, but I always said that that would be more of the time, and I want to spend this time really learning about who I am and having adventure and enjoying, and like, and I always kind of, like, thought to myself, like, you know, if I'm going to live till 80 years old, like just make that up, like, you know, half my life would be single. The other half would not be like, that kind of made sense in my head. Yeah, right? like, totally. That kind of like, like logically I thought like, okay, cool. Like, so half my life, I'm just living like a crazy person. The other half, like, <laughs> do you think it's something the other half, that I've got it all figured out? Like, no, yeah. That was kind of what, like, I've always had that in my head. It's like almost like still in my head. Like, well, that's probably also what's blocking you, <clears throat> excuse me, from like finding Someone, if you're like not actually looking, you're not not looking, but you're not open to receiving it. If you're like, I'm not going to find it till I'm X age. But I'm wondering, like, do you feel like you this that's something you would need and want in order to like feel fulfilled in your life? I don't know. I feel pretty fulfilled. I'm pretty happy, but yeah. I definitely like family is one of my biggest values. So at some point, you know, one day, like God forbid, my parents won't be here anymore, right? And and so slowly, I think it'll become even more important yeah. to have my own family. So I do see that because right now, I think part of the challenge for me actually is it's an interesting challenge. I think I've never felt the need because I already have such a good family right now. I already have everything I need. Yeah. I don't need anything. Like I have a great family and we spend time together all the time. And so like, why do I need another family? Like this one's good. Like, let me just keep this one. But like, I see a crystal ball that at some point in the future, like, it won't exist in the same way it is today. And so like, that's sad to me, you know, that's really sad that that's the case. And so I think about that, but that's been how lucky I am has created, has created a challenge for me. I th- yeah. I think like set I, the bar really high. I think it's, I, yeah, because I just, I don't, I, feel, I have every day, I have my friends, I have my family right now. I've got a business. I, I mean, you could time. change the view of it not being a challenge to like, you're just not going to settle because this is what you're you've yeah. been exposed to and you've been lucky to experience that and now you know it's out there yeah. so you're not going to settle until you find that yeah and I, in the meantime like I've, I've dated I've had long-term girlfriends and I've 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 had great relationships and actually it's funny I was telling this to someone last night because they were so surprised to hear this but I'm like the three like my three ex-girlfriends or I think it's four four ex-girlfriends three of the four at least I'm like really close with like they're like really good friends like they know me like so that's well. a great sign I think I know them so well like I love it like I love the, like I love my ex-girlfriends they're amazing like they know me well like like when I when I have something like hey what about this they're like oh well you would probably would do it this way like I know you <laughs> like you would do this and like that's really cool it is um so I so I'm lucky and fortunate I've had some really good relationships that I've learned a lot from and and uh, I think you and I actually had a conversation about like non-negotiables. That was kind of a new thing this year that I like started to work on. It's not done yet. Okay. I'm still working. Should I ask what they are? No, because I'm still, <laughs> that's the problem with this podcast, by the way, because I, it's about me. And, like, this is not how I banter. Like I banter. I'm like, I want to hear from you. I'm yeah, like, but that's why I like it. Cause that's the problem here. Because no, it's not. This is my favorite is asking questions about people. I'm so a learning person. I want to hear about you. No, but like, this I don't, is like, the hearing myself, are reversed. Tell, like hearing myself banter is just not, it's, as, it's not great. as exciting for you. Maybe 
round two, you'll come back and tell us what your non-negotiables are, start a what your list is that you're looking for in manifesting your wife. And maybe I'll help put it together by like my listeners. <laughs> maybe I'll start a podcast and I have you on it. And I'm going to ask you all these questions. I'm, like, I'm game. Invite me on. Okay. okay <laughs> I think way more fun now. Oh, you are. Yeah. I'm putting you in the spot, but this was fun. It's an honor actually to be. I'm really excited. Yeah, you've been quite the success. I've noticed. I've been watching your company oh forever. Your branding's amazing. I've always, oh, thanks, I've always loved, I've always really enjoyed it. I followed you like the first day I met you and saw all the cars and like the, the <laughs> wrappings and, and like, you know, and then your attitude towards business and life. And I've always had a lot of respect for that. And uh, I've always been impressed it. by you. So uh, it was an honor to, to, uh, to be on your, you're not your show. You said it wasn't a show. No, it's a podcast. It's a podcast. Podcast is just a show. It's not the Teal show. No, it's just the podcast. <laughs> All right, so it's not the Teal show. Well, I appreciate you. You too, Teal. <laughs> you guys can't see, but Teal's in her pajamas. Right? <laughs> Thanks so much for tuning in to my episode with Brandon. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And if you did and gained some value from it, please share it on social. Let me know what resonated with you. Tag myself at teal.cooper and at real with teal. And if you haven't yet gotten a chance and you're enjoying this podcast, I would greatly appreciate if you left a review and a rating on Apple podcast. Thanks so much in advance. I hope you guys have a beautiful rest of your day.